This is the weekly sales meeting for June 4th, 2023. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is the unreasonable man. One of my favorite historical phrasings comes from the Irish writer George Bernard Shaw. He wrote, The reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable man persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. So all progress depends on the unreasonable man. The words progress and unreasonable appear to be at odds, although they are much more aligned than you would think. Reasonable people don't prefer change. Reasonable people prefer certainty. Stability and change are the words at odds. The world does not stop turning when our inability to adapt does not keep pace with rapid change. And there is some truth to the thought that the world has moved faster in the last several years. We have crammed seven years of innovation into 18 months. During times of uncertainty, the reasonable man will attempt to ride out the storm as best as possible. To be sure, that is completely reasonable. Yet progress does not come from conventional wisdom. Progress comes from those that are and remain unreasonable. The reasonable man goes with the flow and doesn't make any waves. That is how they get through any crisis. The unreasonable man makes waves and thus creates movement. This leads to progress. This is not to say that we should go out and commit random acts of rebellion. Far from it. It does suggest that when the herd is going south, there may be real progress by going north. There is freedom in walking a pristine path, but there is also immense responsibility, particularly when you are leading a team of people. What happens if you are wrong? Ah, but what happens if you are right? This all depends on your confidence level and your point of view. John Paul Getty Sr. was born in America, and even though he was of British descent, he is most famous for founding the Getty Oil Company at the height of World War II. As the patriarch of the Getty family, he made the Forbes list of richest Americans for countless years in a row. That was until his death in 1976. At the time, he was worth more than $6 billion. Getty amassed a family fortune during the Great Depression. He did so by acquiring assets while people were abandoning ship. Throughout the 1920s and 1930s, Getty was buying land. He was one of the few who could afford it. He is quoted as saying, I buy when other people are selling. While a reasonable strategy for those who have the means, it was viewed as unreasonable by his contemporaries. He would have the last laugh all the way to the bank and that Forbes list. While we all cannot buy land at the rate of the Gettys, picking a strategy and holding to it is a method to success. Being in the contrarian role while others are panicking in the streets is a way to be successful. Watching what other people are doing and evaluating it based on the current conditions could show you the way to greener pastures. Remember the adage, if you can't be first in a category, find a category you can be first in. If everyone is doing it, you don't want to be the third or fourth in the space unless you can be better. So if you can't eclipse the market leader, forge your own path and be first in line. It goes against conventional wisdom. Conventional wisdom would be to conform. It would be to follow the crowd. The thought is, if the whole industry is doing it, we should be doing it also. At some point, the field will become saturated and there will be enough resources to go around. When you are unreasonable and go against the grain, you often get to define your own market. It is not an easy path. It is the hard one. Going off on your own or going it alone is a hard way to make a living. It requires patience and timing to line up when they often will not. Getty's method was to buy and hold. Another financial genius, this one more contemporary, is Warren Buffett. He doesn't use email. How unreasonable is that? 
Even my father uses email. He takes a completely contrarian approach to investments. Not only does he buy and hold, but he also buys when others are selling. According to Warren Buffett, we simply attempt to be fearful when others are greedy, and to be greedy only when others are fearful. There is an abundance of opportunities available to those willing to capitalize on them. It requires taking some risks. But like Mr. Buffett, if they are calculated risks, they are not risks at all. They are bold moves against the grain that seem unreasonable to the naked eye. Look under the surface, and you will see they are sound commitments with a specific beginning, middle, and end game. Make sure your strategy is sound. Understand the reasons you are putting your plan in motion. Be sure you are doing it for the right reason. Construct or verify the end goal in mind. Otherwise, you are wandering without a plan. In the same vein, make sure your plans are not copied from someone else or so old you don't remember their origin. In the analysis, you may find your actions were based on common practice. I would ask you to test further to be sure your plans are rooted in common sense. At times, these are not in concert. Check your progress. Make your milestones. If you have tried something new, there may be no roadmap. But if you can be comfortable being uncomfortable, your plans have a chance of working. If you are nervous with fear of the unknown, this path may not be for you. You might want to think about another career. Vision is a requirement for the unreasonable. Reasonable people will watch what others do and follow the crowd. They are content to be the same or close to equal with all of their contemporaries. Keeping up with the Joneses was invented for these types. They strive for and even live for it. Those with a pioneering spirit are willing to venture off the beaten path. They will try things that have never been tried. They will march to a different beat. As the poet Robert Frost wrote, I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. The first time you do this, it can be frightening, but the more you do it, the better you get at it. Success or failure can be waiting at the end. The more you do it, the more it prepares you for the next time, and the time after that. What prevents people from taking risks of any kind? Some are not wired that way. If it looks out of the ordinary, they will stay away from it, even run in the other direction. They never develop the ability to think about possibilities, or they have peered over the fence at those willing to take a different road and found it too scary for them. They like the path of certainty. They like the path of predictability. Unreasonable is not always predictable, but predictable never led anyone to do anything great. As the late Steve Jobs of Apple fame said, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Being unreasonable is crazy? Not what I said, but it does make people look at you twice. But in the end, when you have success, there will be a hundred copycats lining up saying they thought of it too. Technological advances ensure that our business will change. The speed of that change is often out of our control. Taking the unreasonable path to go analog when the trend is digital is not taking the road less traveled. That is foolish. Holding on for nostalgia is one thing. Banking on a return to the past is foolhardy. Things will never go back to, quote unquote, the way they were. There is only the now and the future. Best to point your compass toward the future. Make the calculated risk about where the business is going. You can't be all things to all people. Don't try it. It will only make you a quick journey to irrelevance. Pick one, two, or three areas where you can dominate and super serve those. Don't worry about what someone else is doing. Worry about what you can dominate. Worry about what pathway you are going to take to achieve this dominance. 
It is time to look at the way we approach our clients and be unreasonable. Apply the principle of unreasonable. This means approaching them in a different way. Instead of taking the traditional path, try something unconventional. Don't ask customers what they are willing to spend with you each month or each week. Take the unreasonable approach. Tell them what it takes to be successful. What? Change what we have always done? What? My suggestion is to move away from playing defense and play offense. Take your product and model what good looks like, then represent that to the marketplace. That would be the road less traveled, doing it from a market dominance perspective, rather than working from a fictitious budget constraint approach. This would be new, refreshing, and different. It would make you stand out in your marketplace. Realize unreasonable does not have to be confrontational. It only has to be different than what we've always done. Many of us are stuck in patterns. We have been doing business the same way for so long. Change is frightening. What happens if we change and no one wants to come along with us? I ask you, would the outcome be any different if you don't change and fade away in the face of other bold, exciting, and unreasonable options? Better to be on the sending end of innovation than the receiving end of obscurity. This plan is definitely unreasonable, but it is a calculated risk, at least for me. We have seen this strategy work in other business types. We have never applied it to our own. Take a step towards the unreasonable and try something new. After all, most innovation comes from being unreasonable. Our clients are used to us asking certain questions in certain ways. They are looking for solutions. We could provide them based on a success model rather than strictly dollars and cents. It would keep us from being relegated to commodities and compared to everyone else. This would present success based on our customer's definition and the deliverables based on ours. Now, that would be unreasonable. In good times, the unreasonable are usually unpopular. In times of uncertainty, unreasonable can become the new standard. My book, Yes, I'm a Salesman, You Can Be Too, is now available on Amazon.com. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider ordering a copy or two. You can always send one to a friend. Go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.